Howdy, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. We're back. Um, I have three people. I was going to say four people, but that's including me with us. And none of our OG people are here. So watch out. I have Mr. Stevie. Welcome, Mr. Stevie. Hey, guys. How's it going? We have Mr. Cody. Hello, hello. And the best for last is Mr. Patrick. Hey, everyone. And we have two of them broadcasting from their cars. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) For for mobile podcasts. It's it's definitely mobile. You can listen on the go, and we can record on the go. So, yay! So, today's topic is going to be about community building, which we're doing at UNB, and Cody does it, the Speedo Movement, and then really everyone does it, because this past week we started a... Twitter list of guys who love underwear, swimwear, etc. That is not like porn heavy because every time I looked at my Twitter feed, it was, oh, here's someone fucking, here's someone fucking. Oh my God, there's the fist. Um, I can't see anything for a minute. Then underwear. So I'm like, why don't we have a feed that's mostly underwear? Granted, boys are going to show off and you may see more, but it's not like full on porn. So we started the list. If you look under UNB Tim, there's an underwear underwear guys. I forget what I called it. There's only one list under there. So just click it and you can follow all the boys in underwear. And I'm trying to add more. So if you want to be added, just tweet me, DM me, let me know you want to be on the list and we'll add you on there. Because we're trying to bring more people together because underwear people are amazing. I think we all know that. And we want to get more interaction with people and do different things with guys out there. That's what we're doing. So how are you guys fostering community amongst the underwear boys and swimmer boys and gear boys on the internet? Who wants to go? How about Cody, since you already do it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing when when I started with the speedo movement and um, now that it is me only, um, you need to listen to the pre-show for the dirty rumor. I spread it. <laughs> it was pretty dirty. You know, I think, I think one of the biggest things that makes a community, a community is, is acceptance, tolerance, and respect. And that's something that we, from the beginning, Joe and I, and now me have, and always talk about when we're, DMing with people that are sending us their pictures or, you know, when we're looking through the comments on our page, we're Instagram heavy, obviously. So it's about that honor and that respect. There's there's no obligation for one particular type of individual. We celebrate the diversity of of life in that regard. I mean, you know, I mean, of course, predominantly most of the community at the Speedo Movement is predominantly gay men, but we have straight men, we have women, we have bi men, we have bi women, we have, uh, you know, gender fluid, we have non-conforming, we have, you know, everything on there. I've talked to somebody from all various walks of life, and we celebrate that. And we're a platform that allows people to celebrate that both within themselves and with each other. So I... I really feel like that's kind of the magic that has created the community in that regard is making sure that that message is in the front and foremost of everything that we post. And I've talked about it before because we're very body inclusive. We have a lot of, you know, various body shapes, sizes, and and that's really, really cool. But we've had several kickbacks over the couple of years that we've been doing this, where if we post, for example, a guy that happens to be really shredded and, and built, a lot of people will say, well, this isn't body positive because he is the ideal standard of a guy that should wear a Speedo. And why would he have any hangups about it? And, and, and our response, my response to that is always, well, you know, we all have hangups, whether we look like the Greek gods or we don't. I mean, even the most confident guy that You know, I mean, even Lizzo, for example, I mean, she's a bigger woman that celebrates her size and she'll talk about having hangups, even though if you didn't, you know, follow her or know that she doesn't appear to when she's being super confident. So it's about including everybody, literally everybody. 
um, and fostering an environment for that, giving a place where everybody can feel welcome and and everybody has an equal say. It's it's celebration of the diversity, I think, that makes a community the best. And yours is Speedos for everyone, not just boys who can wear them, but boys who can't, but everyone who wants to wear them, not just guys who aren't the epitome of Speedos, too. So. Right. Right. I mean, and that's that's really important. And and, you know, I mean, because let's face it, most of us that are into wearing Speedos, even those of us that tend to be comfortable and happy with how we look, we don't look like the typical models that are used to to put together advertising images for Speedo style swimwear and and it's hard to get confidence when you're, especially if you haven't worn them before, but you want to. It's really hard to take that first step when all you've been bombarded with in traditional advertising imagery is is men that are very fit and very, you know, by traditional standards, attractive. And you realize when you look in the mirror um, that you might not look like that. And even if you were a confident person and you liked how you looked, that that's really quickly and easily deflating when you're trying to do something that, you know, to me now is pretty much second nature. But I can remember back when when I was self-conscious about wearing them and worried about what people would think. And we just want to, you know, like every body has beauty and it doesn't matter your size, your shape. It, it really is. If you want to wear a Speedo, this community will support you. And that's one of my favorite things about it. It's it's I wish I could say how exactly we've been able to create that. And and I guess maybe my summation of it would be that it was something that was needed and we fulfilled that need and that's why it happened. But, you know, we'll have guys that'll post and, and say something about themselves in their little blurb that they post about how they're uncomfortable or, you know, they realize that they're overweight or whatever. And the the amount of outpouring love and support for those particular individuals and the and the kind of the hype crew that the speedo movement has become for them has really really been something i'm really proud of and i really enjoy being a part of i mean you know and and it's it's phenomenal because yeah if you want to wear a speedo fuck it you should wear a speedo it doesn't matter how big your cock is it doesn't matter how big your stomach is it doesn't matter how small your stomach is or you know if your legs are too short or if you're arms are too long or if you have a you know there's been a few guys that have talked about i wish i could remember the name of it there's a couple different uh chest deformations or or abnormalities where like the chest kind of bows in or or you know pigeons out um and that has been a i've noticed a source of hang up for several guys that have posted on the page that have that and you know none of that stuff necessarily it doesn't matter we're here to support everybody and and to help you understand that Sure, we all have things when we look at ourselves we don't love. We all have things that, you know, uh, you know, I gained 25 pounds during COVID and then I lost 30 and then I gained back 10 and I'm calling it my COVID defluff at this point. But, you know, like that's just life. We're we're humans and we should celebrate our bodies, not not be scared of them or ashamed of them or shame others for their bodies. So, yeah, we are for all. All bodies are speedo bodies. Maybe. And if, you know, even if you're a female body, if you want to wear a Speedo, fuck yes, wear it. You know, I mean, <laughs> we don't care. We just want people to, it's about the empowerment. It's about the message, I think, first and foremost. And then, obviously, the love of Speedos and Speedo-style swimwear. Nice. What about you, Mr. Stevie? How have you been developing a community around underwear, swimwear, and such? Well, I think, like Cody, you know, um, I started getting into the social media world with my underwear pictures. I felt like there was not enough representation of all bodies, and I was feeling like I like underwear. I should feel like, I feel like I shouldn't have to feel ashamed for liking something that's not, quote unquote, the norm or whatever. You know, I feel like there's, um, especially for me as a bigger guy, there's a lot of stigma around, you know, you can't look sexy in anything that's small because it's just not meant for you. And I'm, I was like, I'm going to prove that wrong. I'm, I'm going to wear what I want to wear and make it look good. And I don't care how it is. And I think by doing that, other people, you know, caught on. And I found a lot of similar voices out there and an interest in, in hearing more from it. And um, it was kind of happened out of nothing and a personal need. And I was quickly connecting with people and, you know, I was told I was an inspiration and how they, you know, were finally 
brave enough to try something different. And it's uh, still strange sometimes because like, I was just trying to be me. But it's so awesome to hear other people being themselves too and sharing and being collective and, and like, you know, Cody saying, having somebody, you know, give you praise for them and for putting themselves out there. Um, it's really exciting to see. Nice. And you go to bear events and how are the bear boys wear? What are they, are they wearing more Speedos? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, uh, I, I feel like I'm pretty new to the world still, um, but I'm definitely trying to like, explore and be part of it. And, um, you know, I, I have to say it's refreshing to see guys in, in more variety of underwear, um, especially with these you know, underwear parties where that's the, the name of the game is to wear something cute and, and fun and flirty. And um, I feel like it's definitely evolved and grown in different brands and different styles. And, you know, I, as much as I, you guys know I like a thong, um, I like to post pictures of them, but I always know what it's like. <laughs> I get nervous, you know, it's, it's still a bit of an insecurity sometimes. It's like, you know, you wonder someone that you're going to be um, attracted to is not going to find it attractive. Um, but it's always been positive. And, um, and to Speedos, you know, I, I was actually just at the in Provincetown this past weekend and at the pool. And I don't think I saw a pair of trunks to be found um, on all. Yay. And I was just like, yes, this is why, you know, this is, this is a community right here. Yes. People, you know, finding comfort in themselves and you can be. It can be flirty if it wants to be, but it's just, you know, feeling comfortable in the way you are. And um, You've even you've even won some Speedos from us at the Speedo Movement, I, I haven't did. you? I'm one of the early early winners, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, it was, I, I, I think I've developed a bit of a, well, I think all of us have a bit of a collection on our hands. But yes. at the point now where I think I could open a store, so it's a problem. But it's, um, it's, good to, it's a good problem to have. Although, it's crazy, I, just uh, as a side tangent, I was picking out an outfit, and I, I like to have my... Outfit coordinated to my speedo, especially upon arrival, to them dropping my pants from you know my regular pants. Um, and I could, I was like looking for a black speedo. I don't have a classic black, so that's on my list of things to buy. I digress. You were um, looking for a what speedo? A classic black, the simple black one. I was like, oh, I okay. Too, well, too you designed up. I told you one, but you could get the Steve Grant has regular black he has he has um like a gray and i have the gray in a thong which is great it's nice but um, I'm not black. no it's got a very char- it's like a charcoal gray yeah uh-huh. every I, every I, I every man needs a little black speedo in his wardrobe well that's right, exactly like i have well, i have ones you know that are close and tangential but like i think i still have a real just classic black one. yeah um, um but, yeah community is important and Luckily, the world of uh, social media made it easier, even when it's hard, and Instagram wants to shut you down. But yeah, uh, yeah, (laughs) well, and one of the coolest things about and and the the algorithm and the social media in terms of creating that community is it's both a blessing and a curse the way it is is programmed, right? Because we get to oh, it is okay. You're you're getting ahead. You're getting ahead. All right. (laughs) Okay, I'll shut my face. And what about you, Mr. Patrick? Even though you're not really on the social media anymore, you do have a community of good guys around you. How did you develop your community, Mr. Patrick? Hmm. I heard his car. Sorry, I'm here. I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm I'm sorry. I had to pull over and pee again. So, yeah. So um, that's a different level of Patreon if you want to hear that or see that. Patrick, I'm really concerned that you're just pulling over to take a whiz. <laughs> well, no. So I, I stopped and got myself a iced Americano and I sucked it all down and then I had a pee. So anyway. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not a member of our Patreon, you miss that discussion. Yes. Too so. much information. I apologize. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Patrick's living focused. his base bitch life. He, she, yeah. Right now, Patrick is a girl on a sorority um, outing on a Saturday night at a bar. <laughs> He's just pulling over to take a win. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, anyway, I mean, much like what Cody and Steve were saying is, you know, I first want to go back to what Cody was saying since he talked first was as far as confidence and whatnot, you know, as a as someone who used to be bigger and now is fit, I have a 
an issue and it's obviously my own issue and I'm, I'm still working on it as far as wearing speedos in public. And, you know, people will kind of criticize me because I would be the stereotypical person that you would think wouldn't have an issue with wearing a speedo in public, but I do. So I'm kind of, I guess, of the opposite spectrum where I guess, you know, <laughs> there are fit people that also have issues of wearing speedos in public because I just don't think that, I don't know, I shouldn't be wearing them or I don't think that I'm worthy of wearing them. I don't know, which is weird because I love seeing guys of all sizes wearing speedos. So it's like, what's my issue? And obviously it's an, an internal struggle that I have and I'm working through that and it doesn't make much sense, but you know, so it can affect people who are both, you know, bigger and fit or, you know, anything in between where, you know, who knows, there's so many fucked up reasons as to why we might not be wearing a Speedo in public, um, even though we want to, but in terms of, you know, creating community around you, and whatnot, you know, my biggest, how do I want to phrase this? Like my favorite thing of when I was on social media was inspiring others to start their own pages. And like, I loved that so, so much. There were so many people that used to DM me all the time being like, you know, I don't know, you know, I want to post, you know, on my own page and, you know, I don't know how to go about it, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I would take the time and DM back and forth with these people and, and try to encourage them to do it. Because once you do it, it's like, I don't know, it's like something clicks. So at least it did for me. And like you get hooked, you know, and it's like you gain confidence from posting, I feel like. And, and I think once you explain that to people and they actually do it and they kind of get it, um, because it's such a confidence booster to post a picture and have people like it and comment positive things and be like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm, I'm glad you're doing it. Can't wait to see more, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, that was like one of my favorite things about being on Instagram was, you know, anytime anyone would be like, you know, I want to do what you're doing. And I would just be like, just do it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's holding you back. Just do it. Which I guess is kind of, hypocritical of me to say since i just talked about wearing speedos and i don't wear them but we'll get just... you to palm springs to work. <laughs> yeah i know i know but it's just you know that was my my biggest thing was just you know trying to help people you know express that side of themselves and because some there was someone that started it for me many years ago that you know got me to do it initially and once i started doing it i got hooked and i loved it and it was just a confidence booster and you know if it wasn't for that one person who knows where i would have been in the underwear community and honestly my journey of understanding who i am as a person you know so i really owe a lot to that one particular person for kind of getting me into it all yay for them yeah Love you, whoever you are. Yay. Because <laughs> we got Patrick, and Patrick is awesome. Um, so, you. yeah, you are welcome, mister. It's been interesting uh, with the podcast, too. That's building a lot of community that a lot of people have hit me up through the store, through the blog, through my personal Saying, oh, my God, I love the podcast. So more and more guys are finding it every week. So we ha I have to step up and do more podcasts, which I'm working on, which is not very easy at times. This is, I think, building a community around guys, which we're trying to make a little easier for them to get together and chat and come together. Um, there are some new social media things coming that will facilitate that. Because unlike Cody, we do more in Twitter just because of the algorithm, which leads me into my is social media because Stevie's been shut down more than once. I feel like Stevie is like the the poster child of getting shut down on <laughs> Instagram. 
that's not something I want to shut down for Every time I turn he's around, he's a naughty boy. He's just a naughty, I, naughty boy. One of the frustrating parts I'm not. I tried to follow all the rules, and I still got something. Yeah, you're definitely not. You're good. And every time I turn around, it's like Stevie's like, "I've been banned again," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And even this past week, I posted something for the store on my personal one. It was a Joe Snyder bikini from the front, no enormous bulge, no penis line, no nothing. And right when I uploaded it, they're like, mm, this violates our nudity standards. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean it violates your... There's no nudity here. So I filed the appeal, and like five minutes later, they're like, oh, no, you're good. And I'm like, I know I'm good, bitches. Um, yeah. So it it's just a they, hassle. It sucks when they shut you down, and, you're, and they say you're not good. And you're like, but I swear, this is not wrong. This is that's not bad. Like, it's like... Uh, so it's a pain in the ass with Instagram because you got to walk a fine line between sexy stuff and because of, through the blog and everything, I picked my pictures very even, carefully. Personal stuff. I um I saw Carl Wesley's site got you know taken down and he's trying to sell underwear, so it's not even like it's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. The rules are not followed. The rules that they claim aren't followed with men's underwear. And it's just a pain because I'll there's a ton of pictures I want to post, but I'm just like, nope, not posting it. Nope, not posting it. To be a perfect example of social media and new modus vivendi came out and they have a video of their new stuff and I needed to post the video, but I couldn't post it on YouTube because I knew YouTube would take it down. So I'm like, I'll have to do video stills because I can't really post it anywhere. Because YouTube's like, nope, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God, look at that bulge. No, no. Uh, so that's an issue. So since Tumblr's gone, which Tumblr was great, uh, now you can't really do anything on Tumblr. Twitter's like the default, which they're coming out with a new groups, kind of like Facebook groups coming out soon so we're definitely going to start a podcast group and an underwear gear group so if you like the podcast there's going to be a podcast group and you can join and post and whatnot i've thought about doing it on facebook but so many people don't want their real identities out there in the world of underwear because one it could be work and two you could get stalkers which is very true especially if they know your full name so I prefer to do it via Twitter as opposed to anywhere else because you can create your own separate name and have fun under it. So how are you guys using social media and sort of avoiding or getting around, except for Stevie, obviously, because he gets banned every time you turn around, get around the the rules and the stigma of social media and men's underwear? We'll go with Cody since he does it the most. Is Cody there? Is Cody there? Do he you want pee the, he's peeing on the other side of the road. He's, did he pee <laughs> on the side of the road too? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I can't. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. We can so hear you. It's not muted? No. Okay, sorry. I don't know what the hell is going on there then. <laughs> you know, the side of the road with Patrick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a good Patreon reward there, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Yeah, so I, you know, we've been having some issues at the Speedo movement surrounding this recently that have really been irritating. And I think, you know, what I was saying earlier before you told me that we were going to talk about this because I didn't know it was that's kind of like the good and the bad thing about social media algorithms. The good thing is, you know, it, it, on a daily basis, because the algorithm knows that the speedo movement is involved in body positivity and, you know, embracing yourself and speedos. That's pretty much what my Instagram feed is. So it's not hard for me to find anybody anymore, like, or find new people or talk to people, you know, it's like the algorithm gives it to me now. It's not like the, when Joe and I first started and we would have to go on searches and, you know, type in hashtag speedo search and then it would, give us names of people that had tagged it and we'd reach out to them and say, Hey, look what we're doing. It's like, it comes to us now, which is amazing. But I think the larger that it's grown, the more violations that we've gotten. And, and I am, 
I mean, I, I admittingly am oblivious to some of it. And, and then other times it's like, no, that clearly was fine. There wasn't anything wrong with that picture. Uh, so I've noticed like last week when I was trying to go live with Rian from Ameris Equi, my account said I couldn't go live because of a violation of community standards. And so we had to go live from their account instead of my account. And I haven't checked it again, but you know, I've been really cautious, like with the people that send pictures asking for more zoomed out pictures, because it seems like if it's a close up, it's, I don't know. I can't make a rhyme or reason of it though. At the end there of the day, is no rhyme or reason. It's kind of yeah. like whatever the wind blows that day. And it, I think is. like beefy guys get the brunt of the censorship as opposed to regular guys. I think Stevie can agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, another thing I thought about with that is I'm wondering if it tracks the IP addresses that you use. And then because you've been because it says when you block people, it's like block this person and any future accounts that they would make. So somehow it's tracking IP oh, yeah. addresses too. They try, but you, they want to get around it. They can get around it, but yeah. Mm. What were you saying, Stevie? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's just PP guys in general who are targeted, but I definitely think there's um, cert- a certain level of target where some people maybe, who, you know, the, the more classically, the, the norms of, of attractiveness are, are more celebrated on Instagram in particular. I think, and, and somehow I just, I struggle to understand how some things get through the filters and other things don't. And, and it's been a frustration I've had the entire time. But I, the thing is, for me, because I build community and I share other people's pictures um, on my account when I, when I have them, often it's not my own picture that can take it down or flag. It's somebody else's. And like you, Cody, like I, I try to be, you know, I've grown to become vigilant and still I'm like, I can't see any outline of penis. I can't see, you know, there's not too much butt showing. And I want people to be able to show what they want to show and express themselves, but I do try to police the kind of ones that are too much. And still, you know, I, like, I post pictures that could be a Calvin Klein ad, and it still gets taken down. So I'm like, how, you know, where's the fairness in this? I don't understand. Yeah, it's there's no rhyme or reason on Instagram. It's just crazy. And even underwear brands have the same issue that most of them. Because I know uh, Andrew Christian has been shut down on social media more than once. I think Tim Mateo has been. And there's a bunch of it. So it's making it even harder to market underwear because you can't really be social and you can't go and do things. Because when I was in Vegas, they were talking about how to grow business, build community and whatnot on Instagram and doing all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself... Yeah, that's great for women's brands, but it's not going to work for men's brands because it was focused towards women. It wasn't focused yeah. to men's brand or underwear. So a lot of things you're saying, I'm like, well, the really only safe place right now to go is Twitter. But like I said, you have to deal with the porn problem that some people don't want to see the porn. Some people do. And... It's like all there, all in your face. And like I said, at nine o'clock in the morning, I really don't want to see someone getting fisted right then. But, you know, it's there. It's a wake up call every morning. It's like, whoo, there's that fisting picture. I couldn't have done it without it. Ooh, start my Yeah. Day. And then and that makes the idea of what we're doing, you know, like Joe and I and and now, you know, me, I I always say, like, for the online post and what we do it's okay to be sexy, but we're not trying to necessarily be overtly sexual or sexualized. And Twitter is obviously sexualized and overtly sexual. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it it also devalues the idea of just being a guy that, you know, wants to create a community around something like underwear or swimwear. I mean, we all know Victoria's Secret catalogs and stuff. I mean, the women's arena for that is so much more prolific and allowed. But for men, I agree with you, Tim. It's like, oh, no, you can't do that. No, you can't sexualize a man. Nope. Sorry, can't do it. It sucks because it makes it harder to do things. I'm liking... 
I'm liking what Twitter's doing because you can go live on Twitter. You have the spaces where you can do audio. Uh, they're adding more stuff like the communities. So I'm very happy for that because we can get out there. And when I posted about the porn in the list, tons of guys were like, oh, my God, put me on the list. Oh, my God, we need this. So there's more out there. I'm not saying if you enjoy porn, I'm just saying you go have fun, enjoy what you want. But for guys who just want to have underwear and swimwear and singlets, then, hey, we got a place for you. So, which is not very easy to do out there, navigating all the social media. So it's kind of like figuring it out as you go. And especially if you're a guy who's just getting into it, it's going to be harder out there to find other guys into it because you got to navigate all the different sites and all the different things. And I know Cody's on TikTok, but it hasn't, I haven't seen a lot of underwear on TikTok. They have an amazing algorithm. They show me a ton of shit I want to see, but I haven't seen like a lot of brands on there. I think they have the same problem as Instagram, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I My TikTok stuff has been relatively, well, no, I did have one. I had that one video that when I was in Miami the first time that I posted of Chris on the beach just a, a pan, you know, showing him he was lying on the beach and he was wearing a little red Speedo and it got taken down as soon as I posted it for, you know, violation of guidelines and nudity. And I did a clap back video where I put it in the background on the green screen and was like, come on, Instagram and or excuse me, come on, TikTok. Like, this is ridiculous. You, there was nothing you could see. It was it was just him on the beach. Like there was it. it <laughs> But since that one, I haven't had any problems. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've tried to just post a few things here and there. I really like TikTok. I'm still trying to learn it, to be honest. <laughs> TikTok is a lot of work because uh, it's video. I know it's a lot of work. And I'm like, I'm not getting involved in TikTok. I have an account where I watch my TikToks and I'm happy. I really don't want to make them. I'm good with that. I'm totally good yeah. with that. Yeah, you're right. It's like when I'm on when I've been on vacation, like this last trip in San Diego, I kept trying to remind myself to take videos because it's not as fun to just put pictures in there. I've done a couple of them where it just sorts through some pictures. But yeah, the video is more fun because you can sync it with the music and stuff. But you don't think as you're out just an about or on vacation wow. or living your life to take like a little five second video. You know, you it doesn't. I guess I don't. Maybe unless you're a content creator, and then that's your job. So you think about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I now, since I've done video at one of my jobs and through UNB, now I think about okay, going like going to Vegas. I'm like, what video do I need when I used to do videos? Because now nobody takes models, and there's really no point in videos. But it's like, all right, I need the models, I need the city, I need this, and I would take video like five times longer than I thought I would need, and I would still come up short on video. So yeah, video is a lot of work, but if you're doing video, I highly recommend getting Filmic Pro and paying the price. I think it's $20 total to unlock everything. It's well worth it. Because you can record in 120 frames a second in 1040 or 1080 and slow it down to whatever speed you need it to be. And that saved my ass many a times in B-roll video because you can slow it down and use it more than once. It's amazing. And you can do vertical <laughs> and horizontal. So It's an app? It's an app called Filmic Pro. Oh, cool. So it's it's a camera app and it'll tell you if it's too dark, if it's too light, if it's you can adjust. It's amazing. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. So I highly recommend if you're going to do video, get Filmic Pro and they keep updating it with new and new, newer and newer features every time you turn around. So well worth it. Go check it out if you don't already. I filmed a ton of stuff in it over the years and it's my favorite. If you have a new guy coming along who's in the world of under, who's listening to our blog and sort of on social media for themselves or haven't created their underwear gear account, what advice would you give them, Mr. Patrick, since you give 
advice people to start? Run away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, seriously, I mean, going going back to the what we were just talking about, you know, aside from all the reasons why I haven't gone back to Instagram, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, you know, another reason is that the consistency pisses me off because it seems to have gone worse from when I was on Instagram where there's no consistency of what's allowed and what's not. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that you just, Tim, you just talked about Tumblr and there's a friend of mine who has a big Instagram, uh, underwear Instagram. He has over 10,000 followers, still has his Tumblr page that he posts on. And he says that Tumblr actually has gotten better and seems to be better than Instagram oh. now on what's allowed and what's not, where it used to be the other way around. So it's kind of interesting that it's kind of come full circle in that in that way. Well, it's probably if you're doing like Instagram style pictures on Tumblr, yeah. they probably don't care as much. It's just the porn aspect of it. So maybe, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't get it because, you know, I think we've all read through their guidelines. We've all just don't get it. Like if there's no nudity, then what the hell is the problem? I just really don't understand it. You oh, know, I mean, there are some poses that I would agree that are like too sexualized that you're like, okay, I mean, come on, you, you didn't need to spread your cheeks apart, but you know, to show that you're wearing a thong, but I mean, you know, <laughs> There's some posts that are just like, are you serious? Like, I mean, Cody sent us a couple weeks ago a post of someone that he he posted in a story or whatever. And I just, I didn't get it when he sent us that post. I could not for the life of me understand why that got taken down. And it just made absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And it pissed me off because I just don't get it. And that's like, Part of my issue of, of why, like, I have limited time as it is now with a family, kids, etc. And, like, life is crazy. And, like, I just don't have the time to friggin' with every post, you know, go in and fight it. Because I don't want to no. do that. You know? And I'm sure none of you guys want to do that for sure. And, like, it just takes the fun out of it. And so... That's my problem is like there's no consistency whatsoever of what's allowed and what's not. It just it depends on if Karen's working that day or not, I feel like. It's like not even like an algorithm. (laughs) It's the Richard and Karen department. (laughs) Well, seriously, it's like it's not even an algorithm at this point. I feel like it's just someone that's clicking a fucking button saying, yep, nope, yep, nope. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And like, I just don't even want to put an effort forward of even trying to restart my Instagram because like, I just don't want to fight it. I would just get so frustrated. I'd be like, fuck it. This is, makes no sense. I really feel like I, I wish someone would create some sort of a sex positive platform and like sex positive might not even be the right word because it, it doesn't even need to be sex positive. I mean, it just, underwear and speedo positive platform where like there's no nudity but it's just people in their underwear or speedos or gear of some sort that just want to share it and show it because they like it and it's not a sexual thing like what is so fucking hard about that i don't understand instagram whatsoever it really pisses me off i can speak to that because I've already looked into that. The biggest, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> the biggest issue with that is when you do like men in underwear, speedos, some people carry it to the extreme like they did on Tumblr. So it's like them hard in underwear, et cetera, whatever. So if you want to create your own social media, the problem is money. Because you need the money to build it, you need the money to market it, and you need the money to get it off the ground. However, you need to make money to recoup your investment, and that's where the problem comes in. Because you have to figure out 
what you can charge people and will they pay it? That's the issue because everything I've looked at doing it, it's like, okay, this has got to make money because I can't afford another, another like blog all over again. I mean, over the years, I've spent tons of money on the blog. It luckily made money that paid for itself, but you can't spend hosting $100, $200 a month and not be earning any money coming in. And people trying to get people to pay for it, it's kind of like some people are like, eh, I don't want to pay for it. And I'm like, well, you got to pay for it because there's no way around that. I don't have right. that kind of money laying around to just come up with a social media network just for this. And you have to monitor it. And you have to have people who are moderators to go through. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. I've already looked into it many times. Software, everything. But it's just right now it's not worth my time to sit down and do it if I'm not going to make the money at it. Because right now I'm like, All right, what's making me money? What's not making me money? If you're not making me money, you got to go. I can't work on things that don't make me money. Just saying. Which makes complete sense. But then you look at a platform like Instagram. What I don't understand what the issue is with some of the posts that they take down. Or the majority of the posts, I should say, that they take down. It doesn't make sense to me. I've read through the guidelines and it doesn't make sense. Like there is no specific thing. It talks about nudity, and I agree with that. Like, nudity does not does not need to be on Instagram. You have Twitter for that. But, and, you know, if you're hard in your underwear or Speedos, then, yeah, you're an idiot for posting yourself being hard in your underwear and, idiot, and Speedos. Like, there's no reason for it. But well, anything else, it does not make sense. The only thing that I can come down to a lot of the times is the hashtags. Um, see, I don't even... I think... Yeah, you don't think, I mean, maybe, I I mean, years, like when I was on Instagram, I mean, we all used hashtags and most of the posts that got taken down were people that are using hashtags that were quote unquote homophobic or whatever, which is absolute bullshit. But obviously they were targeted and, you know, you, you saw a lot of the posts that were taken down for that reason. But again, like, I, I mean, I haven't been on Instagram you know, as far as my brief spot for Instagram, I've been on Instagram, and you know, so I don't know if people are using hashtags anymore. But it just—it doesn't make sense. It really—it it just makes absolutely no sense. I would love for someone oh. at Instagram to fucking explain to me why posts, like what, why a certain post will get taken down. I would love for someone at Instagram to explain to me why a photo that looks like a fucking picture on an underwear box that you see in department stores would get taken down. Like that makes no sense to me whatsoever. You can have fucking Calvin Klein post a picture on millions of box on (laughs) and sell them in stores all over the world with no issue with kids around, et cetera. But Instagram's going to take a post down that looks like something like that. It makes no sense. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. No, they can't even defend it. They they don't know what they're doing. There was one guy who would post constant nude pictures of him hard on Instagram. And I reported one once because I'm like, you're giving us a bad name. And it came back, oh, this does not violate our standards. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean this doesn't violate your standards? <laughs> You can't post anywhere, but all the cock. We'll take all the cock. What? I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, whatever. Whatever. I'm like, I just can't even anymore. I just don't even anymore. I'm like, whatever. Instagram, whatever. But to go back to your question, Tim, and I want to digress. You know, I'm still going to suggest and propose and support someone that wants to start a page i think it's amazing and i think the more people that do it the better off we are as a community because it just you know you have no idea how influential you can be to someone stevie you probably have an inkling but not truly understand how influential you are to so many people you 
were so influential to me when I had my page of how positive and inspirational you were that you were out there posting. And there were so many times that I was like, I'm done. And then I would see a post of you out and about, you know, in Rhode Island somewhere looking all hot and sexy. And I would be like, all right, I got to post something. And that's just it is that there's, there's more people than we realize that we probably have influenced and have touched in one way or another. And I'm sure I have at one point or another. And, you know, the more people that are out there doing that and just showing what they love and why they love it, I think it's great. Like Instagram doesn't have to be about thirst traps, you know, and I've said that with many people like, you know, my page was never about being a thirst trap. My page was about showing a pair of underwear that I loved and why I loved it. And I always wrote a little blog about why I liked a certain pair. And that was, you know, what I did. And, you know, so just because you're posting a picture of yourself in underwear doesn't mean that you're a thirst trap or looking for attention. It just means that you're sharing something that you love and there's someone out there that might appreciate that. And who knows, you could be inspiring someone else to do the same. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Here, 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 here. Yeah, I mean, just to, I'm, just to thank you, and I appreciate that. I, I agree. Um, I, I'm always surprised how many times guys have come up to me or, or messaged me or you know whatever, and, and tell me very kind things about me being an inspiration to them, which is you know so inspiring to myself to think that you know I can have that kind of influence on anybody just doing my own thing. And it's so frustrating when you you know I, I'm I'm currently Instagramless, and and when you had your little rant, Patrick, I was just like. I, I, I'm I'm over it. I'm so over it. It's so frustrating. I put all this work and energy and and you know I, I'm not like just some kind of account that's out there for the for the attention. I think I try, I try to be personal and connect with people and not just do it for the attention. You know, when they shut you down like that, it's, it's, it feels like it's uh, pers- personal on their end to, against you. It's it's hard. Right. So I, I I I'm struggling where to put my energy right now because I don't have Instagram and. To Tim's earlier point, Twitter is a porn fest, and I feel like I'm too crude for Twitter and too slutty for Instagram, so I don't know where the middle road is. Um, I feel like maybe the solution is like OnlyFans Lite, where <laughs> there's a, you know, a, a precursor to the paid version that you can do what you want with, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. OnlyFans, where you only charge like 10 cents or something, so it's not... It's <laughs> I not, feel like, you know, it's like, like the coming attractions <laughs> version, where like if, if you wanted to have a paid account Here's a preview. This is the this is the good you know the the PG stuff. Maybe PG thirteen. Uh, if you want anything else, you got to pay extra <laughs> for yeah. those who choose to do so. Um, I wish well, that's Chris a good point here. too, though. I mean, that's a good point because you know, for me as a straight guy, I will also say when you're talking about Twitter and underwear and stuff. I mean, for those of you that are gay and are into that, good for you. I don't judge or care, right? But I personally just. I don't even have a problem like going to uh, a, uh, like an underwear store that is going to be targeted and, and marketed towards mostly gay individuals. That's fine. But I don't want to see the actual porn. You know, I mean, like I'm not a prude, but I'm not I don't want to be I don't. It's, that's not me either. So there's like a whole and, and I'd be a prude. Cody's a prude. You know, and we've talked about this before, too. I, I'm very sensitive to making sure that it, and to being supportive. And I realize, like, you know, it's OK for me to be a somewhat of a minority or a minority in this context. I don't mind that. In fact, you know, I kind of celebrate that because uh, I realized the privilege and, and things that I've had in my life as a cis hetero white upper middle class man all my life like I don't mind being uncomfortable in that regard knowing that as as that guy that also loves underwear and swimwear that I'm going to be amongst a bunch of friends that are going to be members of the LGBTQ community but send to your point all Steve, your you videos, send all your fisting videos to Cody yes send them all to <laughs> oh my god if nothing else that would just be kind of like one of those things to be like wait huh that um you know but to your point stevie it's like yeah i mean i i don't i'm not approved like i'm not saying that i'm like oh gross i don't want to like i'm obviously in this conversation you know as far as the whole um social media you know 
being a lover of underwear and swimwear and things, I'm in the conversation. I realize with whom I'm having the conversation and I feel the same way. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm very open-minded, but I'm too close closed off or not as um uh, liberated as as twitter but then again i'm also like as a straight guy on instagram i'm like really that like that even for me is tame like <laughs> you know it's just a guy in an underwear <laughs> it's just a guy <laughs> oh no i wish chris were here because we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago that he's gone through his account and sort of cut out people who because the bad thing about twitter is if they retweet something or like something, it shows up in your feed. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like so-and-so like this. So if there's a way to, you either have to mute them or unfollow them to get your feed to where it is, because there are a ton of people who all they do is retweet porn. And that's yeah. all they do. Because then I look at accounts now that I follow, I purposely look, all right, do you retweet a lot of porn? Because, or at least porn I like. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> let's be real. So if it's like something I like, I'm like, okay, cool. But there are certain days, like when I woke up the other day, where it's like, I just want to see underwear. I just want to see guys talking, real guys talking underwear. Yeah. That's what I want. And I think there's a place for it. I think Twitter needs to have an option not to show you everything that's retweeted or liked by everyone you follow. Oh. Because I think that's just. Yeah, I mean, also. Yeah, I think the other thing with Instagram which is frustrating is that it's actually so well laid out. Like, I feel like it's easy to navigate and the things you want to see, yeah. like, you can look at, you can go to someone's page and see their, you know, all their, everything they want. But you go to Twitter and it's like, you have to scroll and you're not sure what they posted, what someone else posted. It's like a lot of the same stuff uh, over again. It's, the worst. it's such a hard place. To, I feel like and... I'm through, like, a, the, the basement bin of Marshalls and I'm like, what the hell am I looking for? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think one thing that'll help is when they get the communities going, which isn't out yet, where you can actually have a dedicated spot for like guys in underwear, guys who love speedos, whatever, and you can talk and actually share things. I think it'll make it a lot easier than just the fire hose feed of everything out there. Because with the list now, I start on the list and then go back to my regular afterwards because it's still growing. But it's still it's hard because a lot of the guys that I interact with on Twitter, because that's where I do most of my stuff now, is actually talking to guys is on Twitter. There are really good guys out there who want the same exact thing. So it's just finding those guys and connecting with them because a lot of the guys on Instagram or on Twitter and vice versa. So it's been really cool to do that because I don't really talk much on other than DMs on Instagram. Twitter is more conducive to me for conversations. But that's just my personal take on Twitter. But and again, and like to Cody's point, like I don't think it necessarily makes you a prude, Cody, that you don't want to necessarily see gay porn or or whatever you know like for me you know what you guys alluded to like tim and and cv is that like when i log into twitter i see all the shit that everyone else likes or retweets and i can't stand it like yeah i like gay porn and i like straight porn i'm i'm a bi man it doesn't mean that that i want like i want to see that like there's a particular reason why i had my breeze buff Instagram and my brief spot Twitter and it's specifically for you know um underwear you know my interest in underwear and like that's what I want to see like I don't want to see porn regardless if it's gay straight whatever like like I just want to see you know underwear and like things that actually interest me and see like you know are there new pairs out there like I like and I want to buy or or whatever and like it's just like impossible to do that on Twitter and Instagram makes it impossible because they fucking take everything down. Yes. I, I, yeah. I agree. That's, I mean like, yes, it's, that's our dilemma on underwear. It's, yes. you can't have both. You've got to have one or the other and it's frustrating, yep. but I think Stevie's right. We need only fans light. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the well thing I'm just trying to find a solution that gives you, that's it. I, 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 I gives a, a money option for Tim, and you know, it's, you gotta find all the 
financial benefits and so on. So maybe it'll work. I don't know. Well, we can do it. The thing about OnlyFans that like is annoying too is that they make this announcement that they're like you know had their coming to Jesus and they're gonna like go oh we can't have porn anymore no you know like days later they're like you know we've heard from everyone and you know we're gonna continue you know for the time being or whatever yeah because you realize that your revenue you know is just gonna get depleted completely because everyone's like what the fuck. And like that pisses me off. It's like either stand by whatever you want to do or not. Like, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Well, the OnlyFans thing, it wasn't they didn't hear from people. It's how many people left in those four days. Yeah. And that pisses me off. It's like, it's just like, oh my God. Like, if you're going to make it a big decision like that and like decide to affect so many people, which, you know, Personally, I'm like, whatever. Like, if you have an OnlyFans page or whatever, that's great or whatever. But there's so many people that are relying on it for income, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Get a fucking real job, in my opinion. But, like, hey, know, if that's, that's that, your real job, tip my hat to you. I'm just saying, I'm just like, like, you, know, you know, the people it, that are relying on this for income, it's just like, fine. And, and like, OnlyFans making this decision that can affect so many people. And then all of a sudden being like, ah, just kidding. Right. Because we, we realize, like, this is really going to affect us, too. Well, yeah, no fucking shit is going to affect you, too. Well, it goes <laughs> back to the thing. Don't build your business on somebody else's platform. Because right. they can change the rules like Amazon. They can change the rules at any time. So if you're dependent on selling your shit on Amazon and Amazon changes the rules, then you're screwed. So you have to have your own platform to do things. So that's why... uh who is it I know who has their own? Somebody has their own site. But I'm like, uh, you need to diversify there. Business sense. Don't just say all on one. But, you know, right. whatever. No, whatever. We're at an hour. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being a little salty because I had alcohol for the first time in 30 years. So I apologize sassy. to everyone. Yeah, I apologize sassy. to everyone. It's, it's, it's a hat. tough world. It's, it's, very, it's very frustrating. I, I all about you know, everything you're saying is very valid. It's, we, we I had a lot for this kind of disappointment in some kind of ways, you know, it's just frustrating. Yeah. I had a lot more I wanted to say on the show, but as you can tell, we have a lot to say. So we may have to do a part two of actually how to, you know, get involved on social media and talk to people and build your own community on social media. We'll have to say that for another time because we're already at an hour. So, Yeah. <laughs> Who knew we had so much to say on the topic? Imagine us talking well, a we, lot. If we didn't have so many pee breaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all on Patrick. I'm just I saying. Need, I, I need another one, too. Sorry. Good thing we're wrapping <laughs> it's up. Like, it's like a road trip. You know, you can get there in an hour and a half. But if you're with the wrong people and you have to take 12 piss breaks, you get there in two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm with me. It's really you funny, too. I'm I'm like five minutes from my house too. It's just that I'm not like going home because like I'm just out and about or whatever. And it's like I'm just doing pee breaks on the side of the road. It's See, not with me. You're gonna have to take a bottle or hold it because uh, uh, I'm not stopping until I need gas. We ain't stopping this car. <laughs> well, that's why that's why our um, UMB podcast group are taking the RV because it'll have a bathroom in it. Yes, there we go. We got to do that. Oh, there, we'll do that <laughs> when we go to Palm Springs. We'll take it. Although yes. Patrick said he was picking me up in the plane, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So we'll you make rest. me sound like I'm. You make me sound like I'm Erica Jane or something. <laughs> oh, you're getting divorced and getting sued for twenty. No, you're better now. than Erica Jane. Erica <laughs> you know it. Have a you fucking dime. <laughs> apparently not. She had two um, planes, but apparently they weren't hers. No, they were her husband. That's a whole different subject. If you want to talk Real Housewife, we have an after show for that. But yeah, no, there's too much to say on that topic. So we're going to wrap it up there because I could talk forever on Real Housewives. So tell everyone where they can find you now that you're the sole person in charge of the Speed Up Movement, Mr. Coyote. Yeah, I mean, we're still at the same places. Uh, you know, the Speed Up Movement on Instagram. Um, we are on Twitter, but our Twitter is weak because of the affirmation conversation. Um, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, we have a website, thespeedomovement.com. Bear with us while we're moving it over because 
I'm not quite an understanding of everything. So I we did take down our store where we were selling some of our our designs and stuff, but that'll go up as soon as I can get everything officially moved over. But not much should actually change. It's just more on the back end that is changing. Oh, and we like back ends. So yay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, you gotta listen to your audience, right? <laughs> exactly. We know our audience. Um, we've got some we've gotten some feedback from uh actually someone who bought from the store is like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, Yay. It always makes me happy when we hear that. So we we get those and everyone I'm sure gets those in their DMs. Except for Stevie. I had one, has I had one where we posted on our story like last week. I asked, you know, like it's been a while since I asked what people were more interested in in seeing on the, you know, on our Instagram and from us and everything. And about eight or nine people responded. It wasn't really well received, which is fine. Sometimes, you know, that just happens. But like two or three of them were like, more ass, more thongs. I'm like, ugh, we're not going to get shut down, people. <laughs> well, people like ass. I'm just saying. And Stevie, that they do. Where can they find you, sort of? Well, um, at the moment, my biggest place to find me is on Twitter, unfortunately, um, at UndiesCub on Twitter. For the time being, until Twitter gets more crazy, that's where I'll, where I'll be at the very least. So, Which sucks, because I was going to have you push my bear shirt, but now the bitches at Instagram. Uh, I, 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 I have my other avenues, Tim. Don't worry. I'll make sure your bear shirt gets out there. We'll, we'll talk after this. <laughs> We'll talk when you're in town. Yes, sir. Probably got to get you underwear to bear. But yeah. And Mr. Patrick, where can they find you? You can currently find me driving around the South Shore of Massachusetts in my car if you guys are looking for me. And yes, if, if you're into water sports, Patrick, <laughs> you, you keep saying that, Patrick, but I, I've been driving around all day. I haven't seen you yet. <laughs> I'm in Duxbury right now. Where are you? Come on. I just got to Boston. Damn it. I don't know. Well, I pass, I pass by. <laughs> he drove right uh, past you, and you're probably peeing on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, see? He didn't even stop. He probably just drove right by me and flipped me off. He probably <laughs> said, what's that freak doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm in a convertible. I don't want to get sprayed on, so. <laughs> right. Patrick is living Twitter IRL right now. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And that's the only place you can find me right now. It was on Twitter, ironically. And I never log on. And I know I have several DMs that I need to respond to, and I apologize. And I know a few of them actually talked about the podcast. So I apologize. Thank you for listening, and I will get back to you. And there and talk to our people. Don't do I know. I know. I know. It's it's been crazy busy. Are amazing because they're so nice and wonderful. They're the best. Just They're the absolute amazes best. Me. I love them all. It's like, yay. I'm not talking to anyone. Uh, I feel like I'm not talking to just myself and you guys anymore. It's like we have listeners. Yay. Exactly. Uh, so hit up, hit up Brief Spuff on Twitter and DM me, and I promise I will get back to you at some point. And if you want to be yeah, on. In, in like three years. Yeah, in about. <laughs> right. <months. laughs> If you want to be on our underwear list, uh, hit me up on UNB Tim, uh, and I'll add you to our underwear list after I look your account over and make sure you don't do porn. Now, granted, all the porn is not going to get filtered out of this, so don't come to me and say, there's porn in here. Yeah, there probably will be. I'm not going through, and everybody who reposts one porn out of ever how many, I'm not going to be like, oh, no. So just, you have to deal with that. But And people may post their own porn, and well, deal with that. That's whatever they want to do. It's Twitter. And also this week, I opened my art store. Of course, for the life of me, I don't remember the fucking URL right now, but it'll be in the show notes. So if you like my art, if you want to buy some stuff, I've got T-shirts and I've got prints available. Yay. You can, you, you can wear me on a T-shirt. And I, I strongly Stevie, Stevie is on a T. Stevie is on. On two, I think. You, I think you're on two shirts and I know you're in a print. So go find you can buy Stevie literally. I'm so waiting for Tim to draw me. What the heck? When are you going to draw me? Patrick, he doesn't want to draw you or me for some reason. Apparently not. You didn't send me nothing. So if you send me, me, my ass is all over the internet. Very easy to find. Well, (laughs) that explains that. But moving on. So 
go shop the store. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, follow me in the blog, uh, UNB Tim on Twitter, UNB Tim on Instagram, and UNB blog on both for the blog. And soon enough, we'll have a group for the podcast on Twitter so you can join it and have fun. And yeah, and I'm going to do a, hopefully a couple of uh, spaces soon. So hopefully we'll do those. So have a good week, everyone. And we will be back with you very soon. Oh, and if you want to do a brief tale, DM me, email me. We'll get you on to talk about how you fell in love with underwear or like to show off in underwear. So bye, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Enjoy your week. Have bye. a great week. Yeah. See ya. Thank you.